partners. <laughs> I got some potentially bad medicine for all of our blue belly Yankees out there. Tonight on the Podrelorian, we won't be doing a full episode rundown due to the rip-roaring afterclaps from Chapter 13, The Jetty. I'm sure I told you I see no errors so far yeah okay sorry to like derail us already but I'm sure I told you all at some point for some reason I think it was because of like my twitter name or something having said no Jedi all of my friends here just started calling me Jed so like for like two weeks everyone in my house was just calling me Jed I don't like that and I blame Star Wars entirely for that so that's real name finally revealed (laughs) (laughs) Jed it's gonna be a yee-naw of an episode (laughs) so light your brain tablets take a shot of bug juice and get comfortable in your fresh spot in the bone garden yeehaw i love a bone garden brain tablets mean cigarette (laughs) for some reason I don't see these written down this week, so I can't refer back to all the words you just yeah. used. Uh, yeah. Afterclap is unfortunate, expect unexpected advance. Wait, after after what? That's after an unfortunate clap. phrase. Af- afterclap. 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 Which is definitely what happened this weekend. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like that one. I want to use that. That's right. Yeah. This episode of The Mandalorian was basically an STI. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and bug, bug juice is whiskey. <laughs> bug juice is whiskey. Delicious. Um, some, sometimes they put bee stingers in their whiskey because they think it makes them real tough if they drink that bee venom. That's so, so weird. Stupid. Cowboys. <laughs> and that's on toxic so masculinity. <laughs> And of course, bone garden is a fancy word for cemetery. <laughs> that tracks. That definitely tracks. I just love that's bone garden. That sounds so pleasant. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this, you You fall, then you crawl, then you break And you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you faking No, no, no Uh, yes, so Um, I have a confession to make You haven't seen the episode, have you, Meg? I have not watched this episode <laughs> Finally, it's Ash who hasn't seen it. Uh, because that, that's Meg. That's uh, Meg. Oh my god! <laughs> I think the resident has already kicked in. It's Mash. I was like, Ash has definitely seen this. Ash episode. has definitely seen this episode. It didn't even. I I meant Meg. Just the wrong word came so out. So I there. I usually don't watch the Mandalorian episodes right away. Anyway, I've been watching them just to do the show notes and. This weekend, with all of the hullabaloo about the episode, I just could not bring myself 
to watch it. And I was going to today, but then I had to deal with some other issues and I just never got around to it. But I know what happens. I know his name is Grung. Grungus. Gro no, it's not Grungus. Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> Meg, I've already played the theme music, just so you know. Uh, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Usually that's the point when you, when, okay. Let, right. let her have this, Danny. I, I'll yeah. let her have I'm, try I'm trying to make up for the fact that I will not be useful in this conversation <laughs> whatsoever by making everybody listen to this accent. <laughs> <laughs> is it a reward or a punishment i don't know it's a reward for saf great it. reward for saf saf needs it saf is angry this time you know i don't know why i speak in third person so often but it's become a thing yeah. now well my funny my funny story is that i was reading everybody's rot 13 spoilers <laughs> and <laughs> i was trying to figure out like obviously it was about like oh the name ah it's baby yoda's name and so i kept putting the letters into <laughs> i went to like six different decoders <laughs> i kept taking like those six letters putting them in and it would be grongu and i'm like no turn <laughs> the letters into english <laughs> I, was translating it to I, I kept thinking they were converting the rot 13 to different rot 13 and i'm like no it took me so many times to finally realize that was the name <laughs> My, uh, I think my biggest Star Wars fandom flex is that I've never translated a Rot 13 <laughs> tweet and I never will. It's that's just, fair. It's a pain in the ass to do on the phone, I, but I do it when like certain people tweet it. I'm like, okay, I care about your Right, opinion. like, and I wanted to know the name. In particular, people said like the name and I was just like, I need to know what his name is. And it's really good I, you didn't ask me because I would have instantly given you the wrong name. You would have said I would have gone Absolutely not. There's no end. Grongus isn't even a joke. That's just what my his... brain has decided his name is. Y'all, his name is Gogurt. Come on. Be respectful. <laughs> name is Goku, and he's gonna go Super Saiyan. <laughs> I mean, he is always hungry. He's... Yes. He tracks. <laughs> Those are more similarities with Goku from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, I don't... I... <laughs> I hated the name when and, it came out of her mouth, yeah, but it, I, I'm coming around to, I saw a video today that was like the baby reacting to every time Din says Grogu. It's very cute. Cause he like so turns cute. his head and he's like, it makes a little noise. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I'm so sold on Grogu, right, so I can live with this. I watched that video and therefore I was like, well, I saw the important part of the episode. Really so did. I really felt like there was nothing else that I would want to talk about there's about like about this episode so um y'all have to take it from here uh -huh. I, can, <laughs> I can add nothing to this conversation <laughs> go <laughs> so so that was a pretty terrible episode right <laughs> i don't know really how else to start episode. this we that don't was... have notes i mean we can't I talk about the episode until we talk about the casting so let's just get this out of the way cannot understand yeah, yeah. how anyone has watched this episode and been like yes this is a good episode worth defending it is a it's a bad episode okay it's we're gonna talk ready... about the episode no, okay first i'm gonna do this it's the ready player one 
of Mandalorian because all it does, it's empty, there's nothing to it, but it's constantly like references, samurai films, westerns, oh, Ahsoka's here, oh, we've mentioned Thrawn, like, Beskar's here, and everyone's like, oh, I love Ahsoka, oh my god, Thrawn, oh my god, I love samurai films, and not actually listening to the episode, watching the episode. I too enjoy shot-for-shot remakes of Kurosawa movies. (laughs) With no heart in them. Just watch a Kurosawa movie. (sighs) Anyways, Danny, sorry, I was just mad. I don't want to talk about it. I'm tired of talking about it, but we yeah, have to I, talk about it. We talked about, about it. the casting like heaps of times. It's just, yeah. well, we do, we do have to talk about it uh, there, because a it lot is... of, a lot of people this weekend decided that their enjoyment of a TV show is more important than trans lives. And there has been so much silence from so many people I respect on this, just complete yeah. lack of engagement on it at all. And it's like being silent isn't actually better than like no. being a shit about it because we just no. know like it's the silence is very deafening like honestly um silence like, is between like because we'll complicity. be tweeting about it and like because like our trans friends are very upset by it fair enough and like even if the allegations ended up being like fake whatever it still upsets people like that's worth engaging in and like discussing and like caring about people for um and just like because i'll be like tweeting about that and then it'll be juxtaposed between two tweets about the episode and like or like somebody's posted the poster of the episode and then another person is talking about how like um they they are like oh they don't feel like they can enjoy the episode because everyone's being mean about it and it's like this the timeline has been very exhausting no space show is worth more than trans lives and that's the thing that people on twitter have been showing their whole face this this week um they're either look some of them are either looking for a pass looking for their i'm not a transphobe gold star so they can enjoy this episode without guilt or just choosing not to engage with it at all right and it's disgusting yeah i there is i mean again we we as individuals have talked about this so much over the weekend but again we've also talked about this i think every episode on this podcast <laughs> so, yep. like um yeah. for luckily from like two? this point on i don't think we're ever gonna see her again so like correct which is which is good i'm glad i was right about that um but like yeah like i have some threads on twitter that pretty much sum up um the responsibility of star wars fans especially those in this community um, and like the responsibility that they have to be transparent and uh, take a stand. Um, because again, like your silence is marking your com- that you're complicit with what's going on and that it's fine for you because you're unaffected. And like that takes a huge amount of privilege to say that. Um, and it oh it's just oh man it's just it's so it's so basic at face value and they're like yes believe woman when it's actually about believing like the victims who are like generally oppressed and like this kind of stuff happens to them and they're like oh yeah we don't believe the victim because it's not convenient to us and also the victim is not like a white woman that we care about and it's like literally literally like the week beforehand everyone was decrying the justice system because of johnny depp and all that shit and then they turn around instantly and go oh no clearly the justice system is working as intended here and we can totally believe in it yeah 
Again, like, um, and it's like, it's where was the energy that we had last week with Gina Carano? Right. Right. And it, to me, it feels like, okay, Gina Carano said some th- things other than being blatantly transphobic. So it's easier to be like, fuck Gina Carano. Right. Yeah. With Rosario Dawson. And because it's Ahsoka, like, people are more willing to, like, get over a character like Cara Dune than they are Ahsoka. And right. So like, for- she doesn't she- have this long fan favorite history in Star Wars. Um, but yeah, like, it's. And it's because Rosario Dawson, like, also is like an ally. She's like, like in that Vanity Fair article, she talked about, oh, I do all of these things and I love like queer people kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, but she doesn't really take away from these accusations. Expressly say trans people also, which is like yeah. the issue. Yeah. Um, um, because that again, was something because people keep bringing it up in my mentions. It's like, oh, she she's like a queer ally. And I'm like, shut no, the fuck up. Yeah. Again, it it does not count when it's a particular population who are being harmed and you are lo- and you are loop grouping them together under one single umbrella term like mm-hmm. yes maybe she's like a queer ally as far as the lg and b go but like the the t which is transgendered people are are is like is the issue here and again for everybody who is unfamiliar with the legal system and law and like what justice actually means there are there are so many different ways that people with money and with power aka rosario dawson and her family can manipulate the legal system especially because this is a civil court case and not a criminal court case um in order to get the outcome that is desired. So in the end, even if the even if the suit is dropped, even if she comes out winning the suit, that does not mean that any of the allegations are false. That does not mean that the things that she has been accused of did not happen. It means that she had more money and she had more power. And like that is how the American legal system operates and, and I like don't of course understand. there's a chance that she is innocent but like also she has money and power so who gives right but like, like but it is it really doesn't matter if she's innocent or not right it's yeah. no, because it doesn't. the issue the the main issue here is people just ignoring it because regardless of whether she's innocent or not doesn't change the fact that people knowing that she could have done this completely just said i don't give a fuck about trans people mm-hmm. right i don't and know that, if i'm wording this right or if i'm you know no you're you're worried I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it and yeah. that again like i don't and I said this on Twitter day, like, I don't understand how people could see what happened in America, even just over this summer, even with our previous, like our current election, current election, <laughs> yeah. and think that our legal system is fair, is actually just and cannot be manipulated. And if you still think that, and you still think that applies to someone who is rich and powerful and knows rich and powerful people against a tra- uh, a black trans person i i don't know even what to tell you because also, like, there's such a difference there in just like opportunity and power and privilege that it uh, <laughs> like i just i do i i just do not understand why people are willing to keep hurting people because you want 
to believe in a celebrity because she plays a character that you like yeah celebrities are not good people in general they have a lot of money they're kind of living in a different world to the rest of us and i don't think anyone realizes how much of a different world they can do whatever they want like people with money can do whatever they want people who are famous can pretty much do whatever they want with very little repercussion like exactly how people have been complaining about cancel culture cancel culture does not work there have been no men who have been canceled who have had their careers actually affected like louis ck now has another tv show in the works like and yet all of the women who have like come out against them have definitely had their careers and lives affected again nobody nobody comes out claiming this stuff hoping to get money because it doesn't work like people it doesn't really this is the whole like oh like rape victims will like make these allegations up about people and it's like that's so fucking rare in reality Mm -hmm. the actual reality is that people don't ever talk about this stuff and don't ever like come out about it because it's worse for the victim than it ever is for the perpetrator you open yourself up to harassment to hate to potential violence when you speak out about these issues it does not make you popular it does not bring you clout like it just brings at best it brings you some really tough conversations that you put a lot of energy into Mm -hmm. like that's really the best outcome because like this is not easy doing these things and like talking about these things is not an easy thing to do so like I understand like why people wouldn't want to but to be silent and to not even say that like hey I really need you know Disney slash Lucasfilm to address why they still hired Rosario Dawson even after like even knowing that she has this lawsuit against her like that's what we need to know that's the issue here is like why did you think it was okay to still continue with this person despite the harm that she has been like accused of doing because there have been other people that like never get opportunity to do anything um you know because there's rumors about them like being gay or something like that right but Mm. somehow this is okay this is fine yeah potential Um, like abuse of someone is fine I guess like yeah yeah um and it's like with the Gina Carano stuff you can at least say in this case right that like they didn't know right like she she started showing her whole ass very recently when this had all been filmed already right but so like, you can at least like justify that, I guess, more easily than this. But this is this was a thing when Lucasfilm hired her, right? Yeah. And 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 they never confirmed that it was actually her cast, which like is also really shady, because it was just like a fan theory or like that leaked character poster information that it was. It's her. like by that point we all knew she was in it. Like there was no right. point trying to hide and it so for like, like surprise. We all knew. Right. And Nobody like, was surprised by this episode. And people spoke out against it and yet they refused to listen. They refused to do anything about it. And like, that's the issue here is that you, you had the pre-existing knowledge and you are not, and like you being Disney Lucasfilm, um, are not saying anything about it. You're not addressing why this is an issue. Um, and that like, again, people in fandom who you know, talk about 
who, especially people in fandom who have faced harassment, who have faced difficulties participating in fandom because they are marginalized because they're women or because like they're queer or because of X, Y, and Z. Like people like that who are not stepping up after they know how hard it is, that's who I'm really disappointed in. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's our responsibility to speak up for people who have less privilege than we do and it's our responsibility to educate ourselves when we see someone say that this is wrong and here's why we have to go out and learn about why that is and like we need to believe them and people don't care because it's Ahsoka and like I am just so disappointed yeah we should not leave all of these discussions like up to trans people themselves because that just directs all of the anger and harassment at them instead of also having other people speak up for them um who might be more likely to be listened to because they're not trans like which is bullshit but like there needs to be more of a rallying support for people who need it right yeah and that's it danny hello (laughs) i hate to call you the token non-binary but you are the one non-cis person here your thoughts um i so our friend nick had a tweet last night that i have been thinking about ever since she tweeted it where she said seeing the fandom discuss this episode of the mandalorian is kind of like seeing your friend get hit by a bus and you walk over to your friend who got hit by a bus and you say man that sucks and then your other friend walks up and you start discussing the paint job of the bus with your other friend yeah and it's kind of a weird metaphor, <laughs> as are most things that Nick tweets, to be honest. So to be fair, part, <laughs> of, part of the character we're talking about does have a paint job, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like it fits. And like, I get it. I get that we shouldn't just sit here and fixate on the casting issue 24-7 either. But like to see so many parts of the fandom just like brush that aside or just give it like, even even just giving it a cursory treatment of just saying, yeah, that sucks. Get it together, look at this film. All right, let's talk about the episode. It's not enough and it's, I mean, for all the reasons that we already talked about, like everyone is clinging so hard to the fact that the charges have been dropped and it's just so inconsistent with what we've seen from our justice system in the past and how we've seen people respond to allegations of people previously in the past. And I have no other explanation, but because people wanted this moment to be a thing and i get that of course you wanted this moment to be a thing of course fans of the animated shows forever have been excited to see um their characters come to live action and like let's not even talk about the whole issue about like equating live action as being better than animation whatever but like of course that that, that's an exciting moment to see like a character that you love so much come to live action but to when it lucasfilm fucked it up and like to see people brush that off because they want they've looked forward to this moment for years and they've wanted to experience it a certain way and hell if some trans people being upset about this gets in the way of that happening it's really frustrating it sends a message and I have a a lot of people in this fandom that I'm seeing through a new lens because of how they responded to this and that really sucks it does suck yeah it's like I've seen a lot of people just treat trans people as an inconvenience to them enjoying a star wars thing yeah yeah and, it's and just like, like just say that again just like listen to that <laughs> like, 
And I was on a call. Sorry, my dog is shaking. I was on a call with a really good friend of mine who was like, nobody cares about me because of this. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, no fucking Star Wars anything is worth doing that to somebody. Hearing the way her voice breaks when she talks about it is the worst. Like, it's awful. Like, seeing, like, we do see firsthand how this is hurting people. Um, And that's why, like, people like me who aren't, like, trans, not fully cis, not trans, though, um, like, are so mad about this. Because I get most mad about my friends being hurt. Like, that is the thing that makes me most mad. And that is why I'm most mad at the fandom right now, because they are ignoring hurt friends who they're meant to be in the same community with. Fandom is a community is bullshit anyways. But, like, they talk about it being a community. Right. But they don't treat it like one. They tweet trans rights, but when it actually <clears throat> comes to it, they're like, nah, I'm just going to keep but my mouth shut about this. Lives. And, like, this is such a little thing, right? Like, it's enjoyment of a TV show. What happens when it, like, actually is an impactful thing? Hap- like, it, it when when, like, actual trans issues are at the on the table and it i don't know it it just it doesn't give me any confidence that people are actually going to do anything besides tweet platitudes and yeah platitudes aren't enough like thanks but it doesn't do it that's not and like i feel like we we've gone over this a lot and like if you've been paying attention to the social justice social media i don't know what else to call it but just like <laughs> you know like we've learned from the movements in the last six months that just like yeah. tweeting black lives matter that's not enough that's not being a good ally that's not helpful you're not accomplishing anything it's, it's show show personship show personship that, that's a general neutral uh gender neutral but uh yeah it's it's the actions behind the words and and the fact that like this is this is where people are putting put to the test like you it's the it's the meme button right like choose right. one like enjoyment of a tv show trans lives and so many people are pushing the tv show but it's like so, well so that, many like, people are this was the this. easiest test for you to like, pass and you tra- still the trans failed. lives button is like the bigger red button and right. then the other one it's is like, like way smaller it's like a little voice that says push me push me <laughs> and then there's like the little tv and show like, button ah, like way up to the side ah. yeah mm, but what about what about this this one over like, over here? I got to This was the for. easiest test in so oh, many that one, failed. That right. This fine. has literally like no consequences for like for cis people who want to enjoy the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like and like the thing is we've talked about it before is like you can enjoy what you're getting but still like acknowledge it like don't just be silent about it you can be right. like i did enjoy it but like i also understand this and i am engaging in like like acknowledging that and like trying to help people like right or like just, i am just being doing... silent doesn't work right or i'm doing something i like that Heath um changes camera angle so we could all see him pouring it's time alcohol. to make another drink <laughs> <laughs> so i wanted uh, to make sure you all saw what's yeah going. we all saw <laughs> And uh, great of like, you oh, have the to ASMR acknowledge is on point. <laughs> it's really good. You have to acknowledge that like, yes, you can do this, but guess what? You need to offset what you're doing by doing something else, right? Um, one of my friends who I'm not gonna name, a, a good boy in my life was genuinely like reaching out to me to be like, I like do enjoy that episode, but like I acknowledge like all of this stuff, but I don't know what to do. Do I like donate to trends like organization yeah why not and i was like yeah i'll send you my venmo info right honestly and like, that's the thing yeah also, i tweeted about that i was like hey 
it's a really good day buy something from a trans creator donate to a, like a trans like organization uh if you got a venmo or go fund me like drop it here and people dropped it and <laughs> i was like yeah do it do it if you know acknowledge that this thing that you liked is problematic and then do something good about it right do something to offset people all about offsetting their carbon emissions like offset this as well <laughs> like, and it's That's okay really funny. <laughs> yeah like, like it's okay it's not like you it it's better that like you are doing something to help and it's better than just enjoying it and then just and not thinking critically about it yeah. right like <laughs> and not acknowledging all the people who are hurt by this and and not acknowledging that like disney fucked up like you can still like it but you have to know what it is that you're liking and like it's not a secret we're all telling you about it yep <laughs> like, that's also like another thing it's not like any of these things are in the dark it's not like you wouldn't know like these like the internet and social media and the fact that like everyone is very online right now because of the pandemic um right like the opportunity to learn and to listen and to also engage and like help is huge right now um and so like take advantage of that um and of people who are like speaking out who are willing and have the energy to teach you something um and like work to better yourself in this time what else are you doing like and like i understand the want to love mandalorian because i like in full transparency think mandalorian's like the only thing i've looked forward to this entire year i've had like an, an astronomically terrible year but at the same time, you can't like let your personal feelings about something be more important than trans lives. Right. You know, like I want to love this show too, but I can't ignore what's going on. Right. You know. Yeena. <laughs> so um yeah any any last thoughts about the casting um we're never quiet about our thoughts and except Saf is muted right now um <laughs> there we <laughs> okay. go okay my final thoughts about the casting is like even if you put all of that aside she was a shit Ahsoka <laughs> <laughs> and there's our segue into discussing the episode <laughs> well done Saf well done. I'm still the master of segues. You apparently. know what? Take yeah, it from this, here. Take it. Yeah, this episode was so bad. <laughs> yeah, this it was is bad. the worst episode of Mando so far. Like in my opinion. You'll know I love Ahsoka, so I was willing to be like, okay, maybe I will enjoy this Ahsoka in some way, mm -hmm. even if like she's well, not even sucks. Ahsoka. 
Yeah, like, and I was watching this episode with Aubrey because we like watch the episodes together when they come out. Um, and both of us were feeling like anxious about it because we didn't know how we felt. And the moment we saw her, we were both like, <laughs> like that was our reaction. <laughs> and every time she was on screen, we were just like, oh no, I hate this. This is bad. I hate this. Because like such a, ver- a visceral reaction when she talked for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it felt just ro- like, like that's not that right. She was, <laughs> she was trying to emulate Ashley, but not doing it well and then also like completely missing like all of what ashley brought to ahsoka like there was no joy in her there was no like there's no fuck of life no humor like that's who ahsoka is like people are like oh she's clearly changed because people have died and anakin's blah, blah, blah. who cares who cares anakin in rogue one has been through so much shit he's lost his entire family he's lost his way of life killed his wife potentially killed his kid as far as he knows like and yet and yet, Vader still has more Anakin in him than that. Like, Anakin, Anakin is all over that Vader. Um, like, so it, there's no excuse, like, for just completely taking everything of this character out and making her hollow. Because if you, if your character growth becomes, like, doing that, like, if the reason the character, like, say she goes through some traumatic event, which she has gone through many previously and not ever lost her spark um just for the record i think like the biggest i think has the biggest issue oh sorry go ahead sorry i think if she has gone through their off screen for one thing shouldn't be off screen for another thing it doesn't make any sense for her to become what she is i think the biggest problem is she's not kind she's not kind there's, like at the start there's no warmth there's and you know like like ahsoka mentions the prisoners in the village a couple of times but my i i have kind of blocked out this episode so correct me if i'm wrong but she seems mostly interested in getting information about thrawn which doesn't feel like ahsoka ahsoka would fight like tooth and nail for people to protect them like that's what she's like 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 she helps ever she helps chewy when they get captured by trandoshans she helps the kids on mandalore she like that's 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 why she she left the jedi because they didn't help people properly like that's and her thing. Like, it's I can helping. understand Ahsoka being like misguided and lost after she finds out that Anna can turn to the dark side. But still, this is not her. This is not like. Weirdly enough, I kind of understand now why people are so upset about Luke in the Last Jedi. I wonder if it's See, like the same it, experience. Like I think it's the same experience. I talked about this with someone else. I think it's the same experience, but it's not actually comparable because a lot of Luke is still in that Luke. Like I mean, yeah, Luke fair enough. But- Last Jedi Luke is what we see when a character goes through a traumatic event but stays as their character. Like they change essentially, but they have he's still that she little sassy Luke in there. Um like I think people like to I guess forget right. that part of Luke exists because they're all into like the legend stuff where he's actually like a cool Jedi. Um but like, oh god, I was gonna say like shaking her head. Yeah. <laughs> I sorry, I started laughing when you said Luke is a cool Jedi. Yeah, he's not. He's absolutely not. He's like Luke's a little weenie. He's such a little weenie, and it's that's why I love him. Um, that's his like joy, the joy of him existing, is he's like a wholehearted little weenie. Yeah. Um like love him, but like he's not cool. He's not cool. <laughs> he's yeah. never been cool. Like he he was a little bit cool when he like he was the, cool. And like Return of the Jedi, and yeah. that was it. And like yeah. another another really obvious problem with her performance is one, it just sounds like she has a stick up her ass the entire time. Like there's no emotion in her voice whatsoever. And her physicality is completely wrong. Those fight it's scenes so were wrong. awful. It was so bad. Like I understand that like, you can't like translate the fluidity of animation to live action, but you could have done better than this. And I actually like, found out from Jacqueline. 
who's a like friend of mutual friend of ours <laughs> the like the person that did the mocap for ahsoka in clone wars season seven was the body double for the magistrate oh my god <laughs> that's so fucked up she could have just been ahsoka right like like all of this news about um I'm sorry, I forgot what her name is, but like, why couldn't she just have been cast as Ahsoka? Yeah, what the fuck? Um, Yeah, like, just every time she like moved in like action, and I was just like, she's so clunky and heavy. Like her fighting style is so different. Like Ahsoka's thing is that she's so fluid and like flippy and shit. She has like one backflip, and I was like, that looks like shit. Um, And it's like, like, and I think a lot of that monotone too. So it's it's just so. Like, okay, Rebels Ahsoka is way more stoic than Clone Wars Ahsoka. But yeah. there's still emotion there. Like, she's Twilight still very of Ahsoka. the Apprentice, she's, like, crying. Like, she's not just, like, a robot. She's yeah. not just, like, I am Ahsoka the White now. I have to be super... <laughs> and now there's, like, the, like, whole, stoic all the like time. the whole, like, bullshit of, like, whether or not this episode is timed before or after that. And Dave Filoni would be like, possibly, because that's what he does. I um, hate that oh my god like, and my thinking the rebels at, at, like, uh, no, that's what everyone's saying but the problem there is is that what they have done if that's true is after the like the rebels epilogue clearly has like jason at like five which means right. that it's not long after Re- revenge of the jedi no return no, of the, the jedi, jedi. Um, <laughs> um like clearly not long after that and then everyone's like well maybe she's like like speaking this epilogue and we don't actually know the time and like blah 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 like she's speaking it from the future of it and like talking about what does happen but it's like that does not come across in the epilogue in the epilogue it's very clearly meant to be the same time so what you're doing there is retroactively changing it because you made it just vague enough to do it just so that you could excuse this ahsoka being shit i guess it's entirely possible that like it's after and sabine is just somewhere else but it not it's weird even if this is pre Ahsoka the White, this doesn't make sense for her character development. No. She has to get there, like, from what she is in Rebels, she's already well on her way to that from the end of Rebels. And, like, for her to just suddenly turn to this, like, prequel Jedi spouting mouthpiece doesn't make any sense does for no me. sense. So from Rebels Ahsoka to then Ahsoka the White doesn't make any sense for her character And I can, growth. like, understand, like, Luke in the the last jedi i can understand when he's like the jedi were terrible the jedi let palpatine rise to power the jedi need to die but that is not ahsoka like ahsoka is <sighs> she believes in the heart of the jedi yeah she believed because she was around them she was friends with them she saw that they were good people luke didn't luke just heard stories so like she yeah. was them <laughs> yeah she was them, yeah. for a while she yeah. left but she didn't leave she left because the institution was corrupt not the people i don't know <laughs> and it feels kind of disingenuous to call this episode the jedi and call her the jedi constantly when like her whole thing is she's no jedi Alas, she's not a jedi every time every time someone calls her a jedi she's like i'm not a jedi she doesn't do every that her most like time. her most like iconic line that she's said so far is I'm when no she's jedi. facing vader and she's like i'm no jedi where was like <laughs> like that's literally it this why would she go through another weird character change like because just because they want a cool jedi in this you could have like- had the same story of ahsoka refusing to train grogu if she just said, I'm not a, sorry, I, that, no, it's, so funny. I, it's funny every time. I have to admit, I kind of love it. 
I do too. I love Grogu. I'm super into Grogu. We'll talk about it after we're very sorry about it. You could have had the same story of Ahsoka refusing to train Grogu just by saying, I'm not a Jedi anymore. Right. We could have had a far more interesting thing. Literally the same narrative, but it fits way better with their character. We could have had a far more interesting thing. What would the title of the episode be? Mando can think she's a the Jedi. The not Jedi? Yeah, he can still be the being... Jedi because he thinks she's going to be a Jedi. Yeah. Like, it would be far more interesting character-wise. Oh, so like, oh my god, I can't train sense. your baby. The siege? That wasn't, no one <laughs> was, right. it that wasn't was the a siege. Um, like, it would make far more sense for her to be no Jedi and, yeah. like, that become clear early on when he talks to her and then she's like, yeah, I can't train him because of this, but I can see your bond because of like what I've been through. And that's right. really important. Like right. that's the most important thing. Um, it shouldn't be, oh, I can't train him because he's got darkness in him and that's bad. I've seen that happen once in my in life. It's just that he loves his dad. That like, was why she couldn't train him. She was like, he loves okay. you too much you, for me to train him. And you that, and people. you know, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Oh, oh I'm so God. glad I did not watch this episode. It's okay. You <laughs> all people should understand how important a parental relationship is to keeping people good. Because that's what Anakin did to her. That's what Obi-Wan did for her. She saw Kanan do that and for And Anakin Ezra. only started going off the deep end when he lost that. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> that's... Oh my God. Like, like this like, kid has someone sorry. who cares about him. I I got cut off when we were talking about the non- Dave Filoni's non-linear non-linear storytelling bullshit. Like, <laughs> it's fine if you want to tell a non-linear story, but you can't just willy-nilly it because you want to create some kind of like mystery about this thing you finished several years ago, right? Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you? do it <laughs> yeah afterwards like me and sierra were yelling at each other um sierra uh rogue quadrant fringe um we're yelling at each other, like dave she's your character what the fuck are you doing ruining her this much like what are you doing i mean and i i tweeted this today but i said it multiple times over the last many years like dave filoni might be the spiritual successor to george lucas which George Lucas was at his best when people told George Lucas no. Yeah. And could, when he surrounded himself with a team of people who could help edit and refine his ideas to make them make sense within the context of the story. And like, yes, be the big picture, weird force shit guy, whatever you want, but understand your weaknesses and get live action who are very good at those things to fill in those gaps for you. Like the direction of this episode was so bad. Like it's, it's and the thing, the thing, thing about it, the thing that makes me kind of sad, people say this all the time, but it's true. Ahsoka had the perfect ending. Twilight of the Apprentice was the perfect ending for Ahsoka. It was. She, she finds out about Vader and then she sacrifices herself trying to save him, right? And we all have talked about World Between Worlds and how stupid that was, but that was the last hey, time. Hey, 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 you've all talked about that. You know I love okay. that shit. I'm sorry, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I take but it I back. Watched... I'm sorry. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, last Wednesday, I watched The Core starring Hilary Swank and Aaron Eckhart. I'm so and... excited to see how this connects to the World Between <laughs> yeah, Worlds. Yeah, I'm really excited. For those who don't know The Core, they have to like burrow down into the core of the earth. And the entire time, I kept asking Kat, is this the World Between Worlds? <laughs> well done. 
she got so mad at me but every time like because then at one point they go through like a crystal cave and i'm like is this the world between worlds and it's See, like, like i know, love Dave world Lord between worlds to- it's stupid as hell it yeah. needs to stay in animation <laughs> Or the core. Well, I hate that it exists because now every time something happens, there are people like, but they can use the world between worlds no. to That's not it. how it works. That's not how the world between worlds works. And it's, it's so become good. this whole like, oh, that character is not really dead. They'll be in the right, world like between if- worlds. Like it's no. a loophole, and that's not what it's supposed to be. You can't. Yeah, but it, Dave, the thing Dave is, Dave it's Lone a theory. Invent time travel to justify bringing his character back, and that's like that's the thing that's so annoying about it. She should have died <laughs> in Twilight of the Apprentice. Like, I love that character a lot, but the, her narrative, she stopped being, like, really important to the narrative of Star Wars after Twilight of the Apprentice. Because, like, yeah, she's I in, I she's in the world between worlds. I would have liked her to die and then come she, back as his sister, and then just being, like, a force, cool force goddess that just kind of floats around the world. Oh, that okay. would have been cool. I understand. I was like, as whose sister? As whose sister? <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, Morai. Oh, did you also, Saf, Saf, did yeah. you see Morai? I did see Morai. I was like, oh, it's mine. Over here was like, what? <laughs> I was like, the owl. Yuck. <laughs> okay. So. How dare you one say thing yuck I will about give an this, owl? One thing I will give I'm about this and Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoniing. <laughs> they're, they're very cute loth cats in this episode, and I will give him that much. I I think loth cats need to stay in animation. <laughs> know, no, get out. Loth cats everywhere. Cute. Loth cats and all the things. I know a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people. On my on my Twitter, so a lot of people who are deeply involved in Star Wars Twitter be like, I don't think that all of these references are hard for casual fans to understand. But then I see people who are talking about their casual, like their parents or their siblings or their friends who like don't really like Star Wars, but have been watching The Mandalorian talk about how like they don't get it. They don't get that this character is supposed to be this important or this, like- the- her her appearance in this episode is just bad because she's not there's no context for her she's just there and like somebody it in my tweets replied to me saying explain. that like they needed like a ronin character and so they just put ahsoka and made her fit like they don't even explain that she's darth vader's apprentice like they could have like my that. master turned to the dark side and then you just have the musical motif of the imperial right. march playing like, in the background like to get again the like that's the apprentice. thing it's, it's they people argue that the mandalorian is supposed to be this jumping in point for a lot of new viewers and like new star wars fans but that they keep making it more and more narrow in the field that it is and so they don't therefore like, any of it new like fans they don't it. get what's going on they did it with I bo-katan people- they did it with yeah. bo-katan a little bit where they were like what's the dark saber but we saw the it's a dark lightsaber like, people can like make the inference that it's it's like oh it's the black lightsaber we saw at the end of season one that's what she's right, after yeah. and bo-katan is like she's a mandalorian and that's all yeah. you really need to know about her and right like, like if you I know more about she her she contextualizes um they handle like bo-katan herself like much better yeah, because like um, all she is in that is like she's an, another Mandalorian, Mandalorian who's yeah. from Mandalore, who's like from Mandalore, right? Um, and so she can contextualize like Din's, um, like Din's Upbringing family's, and, yeah, like covert, uh, mm-hmm. mixing in. You, the lore is famous hit now. Um, <laughs> the way that his covert exists within like the Mandalorian culture, right. like she can contextualize it, and like. Why create a new character just do that when you do with Bo-Katan? She has so much knowledge about Mandalore because she was the Mandalore. And also she has that connection to the Darksaber, which like the Darksaber is sick. I'm never going to tell them not to use the Darksaber because it looks cool as hell. Right. 
Um, but, and it's like easy enough to be like when she's like, where's but, the dark like, saber? It's the it. black lightsaber you saw at the end. Like what else could it possibly be? That's it. <laughs> like I like Bo-Katan in this. Do not like Ahsoka. Like the Bo-Katan one, I was like, oh yeah, that's good. I love probably should do more episode. than this. They probably shouldn't do more than this. And I was like, with well, Ahsoka, they'll probably like have her come in as like a cool little white Jedi and like her being like, oh, you have the attachment. And it's so beautiful because I know that parental attachments are so good. Right. I cannot right. train your son because I am not a Jedi. But you could go off and check this place and do that. Or um, maybe even talk about that like being a Jedi is not the only way to understand the Force, right? Yeah. Like there are many many things that could have happened that apparently none of them did. They went with this batshit reversal of Ahsoka's whole experience instead. All of it was and, just and based I on visuals. The, I think part of the problem is Bo-Katan is a minor character, Ahsoka is not. Yeah. yeah. Right? Ahsoka's like a major player in Star Wars with <sighs> a lot of context. Bo-Katan is a Mandalorian. That's literally, she was in Death Watch at one point. She was Mandalore, but that's not really important we never really see her be Mandalore. We just see it in yeah. Rebels. Like she gets the dark saber, raises it up, and like, hey, we're gonna go fight the Empire. And, like, and then she knowing, doesn't. knowing but, like, as a fan that she's the Mandalore, all it does for us, like it doesn't like the other people don't even know it, but for us, it makes us laugh because he's saying, like, it's the way of the Mandalore to the Mandalore's face. And for us, that's very funny. Right. People don't even know that. That's not important for them. She's a Mandalorian, no, like, and that's all you need to the, know. Like, the conflict, yeah. yeah, the conflict between them doesn't really have anything to do with her necessarily being like, you know, she used to be the Mandalore, her sister was blah, 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 right? It's the fact that, no, I'm from, and she explicitly says like, I'm from Mandalore, bitch. Like, for <laughs> generations, I've been from Mandalore. Right, so like you understand that like, oh, Din, Din, Din Dejarin, you're messing up a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's to like, and she's there to like, they say it. She's like, they're just introduce conflict for Din, right? Like the helmet right. is becoming like a, is a, is a, is a gonna thing. Become a point of conflict. They have they, like, when he's lifting the helmet up to drink the soup and Yiddle's right. looking at his head and like, it's obvious. And there, there could potentially be something interesting there. Like he believes that when, if the helmet gets taken off, and he can't be a Mandalorian anymore, but then right. he meets Mandalorians who take off their helmet. And right. like, he believed that his attachment to Grogu is only because of his creed and he's learning that it's not. And what's gonna happen if like his helmet gets knocked off at the end of this season right. and he has to reconcile with the fact that he's not with this baby because of his creed, he's with him because he loves him. Right. Ash, can I like, just say, I love that you said two different names for the baby what it <laughs> through is. that. It was very good. Um, Did I? <laughs> Yeah, you said yellow and then Grogu. <laughs> you can call the baby whatever you want to call yeah, the baby. I'm still going to call the baby whatever point. comes out of my mouth when he's I call the baby. He's been yiddle like for two name. years. So I can't. Long. He's been yiddle for a year. My but mistake. Like, I can't. Like, Ash, like everything you're saying is also a seed that was planted in season one, episode four of The Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. It, it started in Sorgan when uh, like he's talking, when Amara's talking to him about like, like your baby could be happy here like and like all of these things and he's obviously like he's watching the kids play outside of the window and like waits for them before he takes his helmet off to eat which is so funny because they could definitely see inside that window yeah but, that's very funny <laughs> but like it's a seed that was planted that really has nothing to do with anybody except the mandalorian and baby yoda and like that's but the and heart is how they exist. That's what we're the here context. for. It's and like it could be like such an interesting thing. 
Yeah. It and could be such an interesting thing too, because yeah. like this whole season is about Din realizing that he loves his baby. Right. <laughs> that this baby is his son. Like Ahsoka is straight up says it. She's like, you're like a father to him. And I can't separate that. And I think Din has been going off like he, you know, like he freaks out when he has to drop the baby off at school. He's, you know, like also he, like and I think that- the end of this season, he might get like his helmet knocked off. Right. In the fight. It, or he's clearly fighting Gideon. That's why he has a Beskar. He's a yeah. he has a lightsaber proof spear now. So that's clearly where this is going. But um yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I think either he'll have to do that or he will just choose to take it off and show the baby. Yeah. Um and I like think it'd be really cool if his helmet gets knocked off or something. And like you know, like it's not his it's not his choice and he has to rec and like season three will be about him like reconciling yes. his, yes. if he's a Oh and then season three could end with him taking it off and showing actively. I want his helmet to get knocked off in like a fight of some kind and Baby Yoda comes over to like comfort him, but his helmet is off, and that's like when he first sees his face. That's what I want to happen. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, or like what? And if then Baby you can Yoda, have like a really interesting. What if? Oh, what if Baby Yoda gives his helmet back because like he understands how important. And he like doesn't look. Oh. Yeah, just, like force force moves it over. Like oh. here. Here. And then I feel like the fight wraps up. They're in the Razor's Crest, and then Din's like, you know, has has the baby on his lap, and then like takes the helmet takes off. off. Yeah, because I feel him. like I feel like the point of introducing Bo-Katan and having them take their helmets off, and introducing so this whole thing of like Din is a member of a like religious zealot group, <laughs> is to be like you can't. It's to introduce the idea that he can take off his helmet, that he can be a Mandalorian in, in a different way than what he believes. Yeah, you know, because he's like an Orthodox Mandalorian, <laughs> and I feel like so, a lot of the season was like I would prefer if the season does go to him experiencing different Mandalorians because that would be cool, like Monster of the Week, but it's a Mandalorian of the Week. Um, <laughs> just seeing different facets of it for him to grow because at the moment he's just caring about Jedi, which is like whatever. Your kid is force sensitive. Who gives a fuck? Go find out more about the Mandalorians. <laughs> the show well, is called the like, Jedi. I think what could potentially happen is like. Grogu chooses his dad and not the force. Yeah. It's like it's like when you set it's like what those people always try to do with dogs and like when like a when like a when a couple breaks up and they have to fight over who gets the dog. And <laughs> they like set the dog in the middle and they each have to do the oh come here, come here, Grogu. And like, <laughs> Between it's, Din and the Force. Do you know the meme where there's the guy trying to choose between two buttons? <laughs> <laughs> Grogu's just like, woo! <laughs> but like, that, that's, what said, that's what Ahsoka said, right? She's like, go to Tython, put him on the pedestal, he'll make his choice. I, She's so not, she, about- said, she said that a Jedi may hear him and come to help. And so I was like thinking about with Aubrey. I was like, okay, what Jedi do we actually know is alive at this point? And it's actually not a huge number at this point in time. Like, obviously, it's Luke. Ezra's probably out there. Hmm? Yeah, Cal. Cal Cal is the other one. And Cal's whole thing in Jedi Fallen Order was like, I'm sorry. Can we pause for a second? Only Hmm? if they get Archie Andrews to fucking play him. Because he looks exactly the same as KJ Appa. Hang on. Cal Kestis is the main character of the video game Jedi Fallen Order. And he is, he was oh. the Jedi Padawan of, um... Seer. Jeffa? No, not Jeffa. Seer. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. 
Who? Who is it? It's Sears someone... is a new master. I have no idea. Oh no, it's Sears? some dude that they introduced for it. It's some new dude that they introduced for it. I... The Bothan? Kane and no, his step up Balaba's Padawan. Yeah, is he one of the ones with like the forearms? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember the shit. He, you barely see his master. Anyways, he's a Jedi Padawan who managed to escape the purge and then ends up getting chased by a really hot Inquisitor. Um, <laughs> she's really hot. Um, and ends he's up like not going to show Vader. up in anything other than the video games. Yeah. I say ends up fighting Vader. He fucking has to run from Vader because Vader's going to absolutely destroy him. That fight is and amazing though when it's, it's like so Vader pops up and he doesn't have a health bar and you're just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um so his whole thing in that game is like he's trying to find the holocron of all of the jedi young so he can like go find the jedi young and retrain the council but like retrain the jedi and at the end of it he realizes that having sorry spoilers for the end of the game um he realizes that having that holocron is too dangerous and that these children should be best left alone and just destroys it but his whole arc was about wanting to find jedi younglings and like train them so it is if a jedi does turn up from like yodel's like little like someone help me thing whatever happens like most likely option is actually cal Kistis. okay but they're not but gonna put him in any they're it not has gonna put to him be in kj a... alpha from riverdale yeah. because they modeled cal Kistis exactly off of that boy so Which... meg i had no idea who you were talking about but in the interim since you first mentioned it i've googled it and holy shit he looks yeah. exactly like him <laughs> And he's also Maori, like half Maori, so like well, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think that it'll be Cal. I think we will be getting a recast Luke Skywalker if we get anything. You. Uh, yeah. I hope the baby. How much is a fully baby... CGI Luke Skywalker in the God. style of Star Wars Rebels animation, just like interacting with the <laughs> show? That is so funny. What if? What if it's Luke Skywalker? That's the real channeling... world between worlds. You become animated and you go through. What if it's Luke Skywalker channeling himself through a Thala Siren who comes and trains Grogu? I'm on board. I think that Grogu is not going to be a Jedi. Grogu's not going to be a Jedi because that would, cause that would like, make him have to leave. Mandalorian is about the relationship between the two of them. I mean, it is. It was in the first season. Like, it's I mean, questionable. It's, it's, it's very much is. is. I mean, like, it's still like the point of every episode is Mando's relationship with Grogu. It also, like, it feels a little stupid to end the series with, oh, yeah, this baby is now a Jedi and he is going to go off and be a Jedi. <laughs> Plus, making him a Jedi just Good adds, job, like, what, it's like, what happens? with kylo ren because we know that's still a thing even though it doesn't even it, the, these two things don't even feel like they're in the same they don't really they don't really reconcile yeah. that well um they really don't reconcile that well uh so i think i think if grogu basically goes no force i am staying with dad because <laughs> i love dad that would be the more interesting thing than just Actually, having- I wonder if they do end up with a thing because Luke would be building his um Jedi Academy right about now. Grogu's um, the one who says, Yeena, yeah, to be Gro- a Jedi. Grogu's that one. Um, so like, yeah, they get there, yeah, and- but he's a Yoda species, so he actually says, Nah, ye, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not even gonna dignify that. <laughs> um, no, so Danny, like, it's entirely possible that, that, this is, that this is all leading up to like going there and then being like okay you're gonna go and actually write it in an emotional way unlike this episode where there's like that five seconds of like din being like this is good i guess we have to say goodbye and i was like oh they're gonna say goodbye to ahsoka because i hadn't like they hadn't written it in a way that i realized what was happening i was like oh they're gonna go say goodbye to ahsoka and then he like cuddles baby yoda i was like oh no he's gonna give it yoda to baby to baby ahsoka, <laughs> to baby ahsoka. <laughs> 
I mean, her, her lucky were so small. He's going to give Grongus to Ahsoka. And I was like, obviously not. <laughs> Dr. Jaren more... is going to give Grongus to baby, baby Ahsoka. Ahsoka. <laughs> Listen to that sentence one week ago on Rogue Pattern. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly okay. yeah. i did i did really like that moment where he was like hey buddy it's time to wake up it's time to say goodbye i'm like no, don't call sucks. him buddy do not i feel that like there's sucks. like one redeemable scene in this entire thing and that is when din is getting grogu to like force play force catch yeah, <laughs> i do like that one okay so I'm like that continue. was so because he like went the most like emotional i think i've ever seen that character yeah. who's like good job good job buddy good it was job, so man. cute so he wakes the baby up he's like it's time to say goodbye i was like i was thinking about ahsoka and then he hugs the baby or close and i was like oh shit no he's leaving the baby and i was like oh shit no he's not leaving the baby there's still most episodes of the season left and like he's not gonna leave her with ahsoka that's some bullshit and so like so the, like the, and then like five seconds later she walks up and she's like yeah i'm not your baby and i was like whoa whoa what a surprise also what a way to build the tension for the scene i guess um <laughs> I thought it was very flat and they should have been like if he's gonna have to work up to say goodbye to the baby they should make that central thing of the episode and not something else and that's why now i want him to meet luke and they go to the academy and then the whole episode is building up to baby leaving and then we get that we get that good shit right at the end anyways daddy you go uh wait luke's jedi academy I'm just bullshitting. Because Luke's building a Jedi Academy, it's possible they'll go there. Well, I mean, we've, we've already backdoor piloted two shows, so, like, why not one more at this point, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> That's what oh, this God. I never. That would be so... Like. Daddy, no, that would suck so much because we know they all die. Yep. <laughs> I would just like to say, if I never see Luke Skywalker again, I'll be fine. Like yeah, I will be he's, with that. he's it's not that I dislike Luke Skywalker. I love Luke Skywalker, but his story's been told. It's time to move it's time on. To move on. <laughs> Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. I feel like TLJ <laughs> Luke Skywalker did. would agree he's with you. Dead. Yeah, yeah. That Luke is like, please, no more Luke's. <laughs> I'm done. You can't make any slightly larger Luke's. Like it's done. We've done too many Lurks. Just a series, an ongoing series of slightly larger Lurks, never ending into the abyss. I <laughs> like, just wanted to comment on, and we haven't commented on this yet, that there's another redeemable scene in this episode, and it's the one where you see the creatures off in the distance. Yes! They, they, oh my god, I lost my mind at those. They're so cool. They're like, big, I love make them. for your context, they're like big, really big boys, yeah. just off in like the distance. And all we saw were shadows, and I want to see them up close. I'm so well, I, curious. I was like, I'm so sad for them because they're like, like, the whole implication is that like their habitat has been destroyed and they're like eating dead trees and it sucks. And I just like, I want to grab them all and kidnap them and take them to a sanctuary somewhere so they can live happy lives. Okay, just okay, like being yeah. big boys. Like, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested green in leaves. the big boys. Yeah. yeah. You only have to watch like the first five minutes of the episode to get the big boys. Um, yeah. Can someone I just do them. a super cut of this episode? Of the <laughs> the mag edition. <laughs> big boys. It's Dad. extremely short. It's very short. <laughs> like if we're not if we're gonna cut I, out all the Asian appropriation, it's extremely short. Oh god. Oh, that's also um yeah. My friend DM'd me and was like, so did this am I crazy or did this episode have a lot of 
Orientalism. And it I was just like, did. It and I'm did. like, yeah. I haven't seen it, but based on Star Wars and Dave Filoni, yeah. hell yeah, did. Dave go with Filoni? A, yeah. as Dave I was Filoni um, participating in an Orientalism? <laughs> yeah, as I was watching it, I was like, this right. is too... Truly the spirit of George Lucas. Too much, because what it came down to was that this town of like Asian characters had been taken by people who were from the, not the Empire, I don't know what they are, um, had been taken over and were getting like She's apparently from Dathomir. Apparently. Who gives a shit? Um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Apparently the magistrate magistrate is apparently from Dathomir. She's like, was that said in the episode and I missed it? They already nope. fucked up Dathomir for Here's me, the thing. and now they're Here's, pulling this shit. Here's the thing as well. She is not the last person of Dathomir because literally Jedi Fallen Order has a Night Sister in it who is fine. She's there still. It's And also Maul's lower half is walking around somewhere. Yeah. So yeah. like, whatever. Who the And do we ever know what happens to Feral? No, he dies. No. Oh, okay. I assume he dies because it oh, was. but we don't know. So, so a body is not been ex- for all oppressed could still be out there. He still he could still be out there lurking in the shadows, waiting for his moment. Let's back to our pilot that show too before the season's over. Honestly, um, the one thing I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the bullshit Orientalism. Um, there's like one character in it. This like dude doesn't have a name, as far as I know. Um, he says one line, and it's like some shit about like wanting mando to no he doesn't even say anything to mando he's just saying goodbye to some kids turns to mando and then mando gets like yelled at by the security and taken to the magistrate and whatever and it's like okay cool this guy can speak um and then throughout the episode he's clearly like a character that cares a lot about his village because he comes out and he's like oh it's dangerous but i'm gonna try and save my people mm-hmm. like that kind of thing but he never says anything to the mandalorian after that point like all they do is nod like little nods and oh, then the end episode cool. Yeah, silent Asian stereotype. Yeah, and at the end of the episode, like he gets given like a fancy coach. Like obviously he's the mayor of this little town or some shit. And even then, like Ahsoka turns to him as if she's gonna say something, or like he turns to her. Like he comes out to like say goodbye to Mando, and like once again, like a little stoic nod. And then Ahsoka turns to him, and instead of either of them saying anything, she just like holds her hand out, like time to go be with your people. And he walks off and does that, and it's like. And it's also like- And this, then someone was like, this, oh, well, they didn't, if they gave him more lines, they would have had to pay him as a cast member, not an extra. I'm like, who right. gives a fuck? Disney has so much money. Right. That's also um, why I'm not understanding some of this, like, and, but the budget, shut the fuck up. And it's also <laughs> like, it's also like, it is so clearly the Dave Filoni, it feels like the only movies he's ever seen are from Akira Corsa. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, George Lucas did take inspiration from Kurosawa, definitely. But Star Wars has its own- visual like, language sure. that Western's, is distinct western <laughs> from like flash gordon by, kurosawa yeah western's hugely influenced by kurosawa but like you can watch it all you want but if you don't actually capture the spirit of it then it sucks you're just doing an aesthetic thing which is right what like and you gotta like figure out a way to make especially in star wars you gotta figure out a way to make your own like visual language with it too because if it's just like a shot for shot kurosawa homage then it's what's the point it's not like, no a bad at that point it's just a ripoff <laughs> right and that's that's kind of the thing that I think I get most frustrated with, especially when it comes to like use, using like, especially like East Asian influence in uh, media is that people can always 
like the creators or the people who are fans of it can always boil it down to, well, it's an homage. It's because like, it's inspired by them. Like it's, it's, you know, they should take it as a co- like copying is flattery, blah, blah, blah. And like, that's such fucking bullshit. Like it's racist. It's fucking racist and get over it. That's like how it is. And like, yes, Westerns and Samurai movies are inspired by each other in that they had many of the similar like meanings behind it, right? Like the main characters had a lot of the same um, like motivations and the same kind of like story arcs, but they're not replicas of each other. And like, that's that's the that's difference. That's something I've always, like as a writer, like as a science fiction writer in particular, there's a lot of homages to older science fiction and other stuff in science fiction writing. Like yeah. tractor beams, huge homage in the end. Um, I mean, Star Wars is just a big Flash Gordon homage. Yeah, basically. Like, it's a thing. Like, a bunch, you'll read sci-fi books, they fill with homages. But I've always, like, as a writer of it, I always wonder at what point does it stop being an homage and start just being, you're just taking it and making it right. your own. Like, clearly, like, Ready Player One's meant to be an homage. Clearly it is not. It, is, it fucked that up real bad. I mean, it's just garbage. Mm. It's just garbage. <laughs> um, Like, there is a point where what you're seeing is no longer like a creative homage to something it's not honoring it it's just taking it because it looks cool and it's what you want and that's what this episode feels like right or that people that fans, fans of thing will be like oh and like that's it yeah and everyone's always like oh but it looks so beautiful and i'm like it looks like what well, my problem with it is that he blocks out a gorgeous shot and then from there, it kind of goes to shit because he knows, because he's an artist, he knows how to block out a gorgeous shot. Right. And like, there's some shots that are really pretty. Like that one with um, the, where Mando is staying at the gate and then Ahsoka's up on the fence. And like, that shot's really cool. And then she jumps over the fence and it looks like shit because she doesn't move a, like Ahsoka. Um, <laughs> ruins it instantly. Like there's so many things where people are like, look at these beautiful shots. He's so good at the cinematography. And right, it's like, but like one single frame of a shot yeah. does not mean that the whole thing is beautiful. Yeah, the cinematography of this is pretty meh, but like I will give him, he can set up good shots and like good scenes. The problem is that he can't follow through with it. Yeah. No, there's no follow through on this. Because again, being a like 2D artist, that's a very different medium yeah. to work with. It's just, it's just so bad. It's just like, I, I mean, what it really is, it's a bad episode of The Clone Wars is what it feels like. Um, like, it feels actually, like just like a bad episode of The Clone Wars. But... I felt that way too, actually. Like, it felt like, like, I I mean, I don't want to say that I could tell you it was Dave Filoni if I didn't know, but it definitely felt like it was a episode of a 20-minute animated show that had been stretched out to 45 minutes, basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. One of my biggest issues with it was just the pacing like every scene felt like it was so, so slow long felt like Ahsoka was, so was talking so monotone yeah. and slowly and it's she's a white wizard now I had she's apparently not the white wizard yet who gives a fuck about yeah. that though um like, she hasn't fallen was... to the balrog like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no apparently this might happen, happen before she becomes Ahsoka the white <laughs> bullshit excuse gonna, to like get a kick day full of yeah just some bullshit excuse to just like be like oh that's why she acts like a shit jedi in this and she's no. not Ahsoka the white yet it's like no she's still no. ahsoka she was like 15 when she was like fuck you jedi and then peaced out that has nothing to do with like 
Did this happen? But I understand that it's like, it's a super traumatic thing to have like the person you admired more than anyone else in the world turn evil. But he already kind of let you down. She's already kind of been through that. Yeah, she's already she's like I said, Anakin, Leia, Luke, all of them have gone through really bad shit, really traumatic shit. They still right. retain who their characters are because that's how you write characters. If you completely destroy everything they are because of like a traumatic event that doesn't like you just they're not that character anymore like you don't know how to write character change that's right. on you not not us and it tries to not engage with that right like it, it drives me crazy because the narrative of the prequels is that the jedi were wrong right and she knew that <laughs> but now she's like sticking to like oh you can't have attachments that's why like, you mad. You turn to the dark side it's I like made a yoda. Joke that she is just prequel yoda painted orange she is like yoda and it's like <laughs> But she, oh my god but even yoda was like instead of just slapping a wig on yoda this time paint we're gonna see yoda in montreals we're gonna see yoda in this stupid tv show aren't we either way they're gonna go to tython go ahead sorry they're gonna go to tython and baby yoda's gonna sit on a stupid rock and then stupid yoda like from stupid star wars rebels is gonna be like hello little one and then that's okay but how do you really feel about it ash Yoda's stupid. I think it's I, I, Yoda. Can we just talk about can we just briefly talk about the Yaddle Erasure from this episode? And like Yaddle Erasure! Suddenly, suddenly everybody's like, oh, they forgot Yaddle. It's like, where were you when Yaddle was below? Yeah. We have been <laughs> we have been fighting for Yaddle this whole fighting time. Yaddle Rex this entire time. <laughs> we have been here this entire time. Yaddle was below. The only thing we fought for harder than trans rights is Yaddle rights. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we'll own That's that. That's literally what's Happening in Star Wars Twitter. So <laughs> I tweeted out a joke like Dave Filoni acknowledged Yaddle's existence challenge or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was, it was so funny to me how many pedantic people <laughs> were They're in like, my reply. She, had, being she like, wouldn't have missed only four when Yaddle left the order. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> you think we could? Yeah, I've heard some people be like, oh, Ahsoka wouldn't have been alive then. And I'm like, then that's on the Jedi for not respecting Yaddle's legacy. Right. And teaching. Whole, still don't even know what happened to Yaddle. Is that fucking Yoda bullied her out of the Jedi Order? Because yeah, he didn't like the Are way you she telling did me there things. was never a point, even if Yaddle had left, there was never a point when Ahsoka was like, Yoda seems like a pretty cool Jedi. Like, are there any other people like him around was, here? And someone's like, oh, there like, used to be Yaddle. Yaddle. Like, like, why would they not? As like, like education, a fucking bust. Where's Yaddle? As education, Sorry, why would they not teach them never having interacted? Yeah, them never having interacted doesn't mean she would not have known who Yaddle is. I mean, shit. Like, you have to learn the history of the Jedi to like be a Padawan, and and Yaddle's the one who hired miss librarian so you know she would have been like brush up on your history girl like- i've got records i've got records <laughs> this because- is straight up yaddle erasure oh. okay so dinner and i were talking about this because also for ahsoka to like look at this group of like possible jedi masters to like become her to like who whose padawan is she gonna become like ooh, and like there's no non-human women masters that could take her on you gave her to this fuck boy who's like 16 over here like yaddle should have taken her on if yoda hadn't forced her out of the order do you know how bangerang a pair they would have been oh my god yaddle in the circle would have been so good i need to draw that now so it should have been plo koon's right but no they're like hey 
hey, 13-year-old girl in the tube top, go hang out with this asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't even fit. want him to be in the order. <laughs> to be fair, their plan there is to teach Anakin to have some responsibility over someone, which did work. He did have responsibility over Sokka by the end. The problem there was that then he lost her and his whole issue was attachment. Oh boy. So they really didn't think that but one like all the, the way whole through. Point, the whole point of the prequels is that the Jedi's philosophy on attachment was wrong. That's why Anakin turned to the dark side in the first place. <laughs> I hate oh. Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. I, I read that scene very differently, actually. I didn't read it as a, he's too attached to you, I can't train you. I read it as a like, he will only listen to you. So like I could train him if you're around or something. That was my read but, as well. Oh, that is I did I did not read it as a he has an attachment thing. Well she she literally she like references the Yeah. She references like attachment leads to hate or whatever. She's oh, like I've I seen what part out of my memory because yeah, says effort. I've seen what this kind of attachment can do to a fully grown Jedi Knight. I can't take someone down that path again. All right. Yeah, like I was wrong yeah, because I did I did totally block that out yeah. of my memory. Oh, I was watching this episode with my Heath goggles because I was like, Dad feels only apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she absolutely straight up just says it because of the Jedi bullshit. Um, if she had said that, I wouldn't have been so mad. But like, she literally is like, yeah, I've seen what this has done before. Like, I can't. I'm not gonna train him. Like, it's like. Bitch, Sasha. shut the fuck up. What the fuck? Like, what she has fuck? seen how attachment can, like, help people, grow people. Like, she's been part of those attachments. Like, Anakin was one, like, admittedly, very important to her. But Anakin was one guy. <laughs> that, she was like, also really was close to Obi-Wan and Padme. Yeah. Like, and also, wasn't it Ahsoka who was, like, around on Onderon? Isn't that? Yeah. Wasn't she part of that whole arc? Yeah. Like, yeah. Attachments are good though, even if it doesn't yeah. involve like Jedi, like your compassion for other people and your kindness is what makes you a hero. And then for her to just be like, nah, like. <laughs> well, it's it's just so infuriating because like the whole point of the prequels is that the Jedi not allowing people to have attachments is what is their downfall. Right. Yeah. Right? And that's um, the why reason- Anakin was not able to love his wife openly. And he was yeah. so terrified about her dying and he couldn't go to the Jedi for help right. because he, w- he would have been kicked out of the order because they don't allow attachments. Right. Yeah. He and was, like the reason he was too Ahsoka... afraid to even ask Obi-Wan who would have yeah. helped him. Like um, the reason like Ahsoka leaves is because of the whole situation with Barris and the way that mm-hmm. Jedi treat Barris. Because like Barris was just felt disillusioned by the Jedi. And like right. Ahsoka had attachments to her and like she wanted to help her. And the Jedi were like She's going to prison now. Um, no mercy. Like all of that just totally like disillusioned her of the Jedi's way of approaching these things, and it doesn't make any sense after her like connections with like in the Ahsoka novel right. or like yeah. yeah or in Rebels when she like sees how important it is for like the Ghost family as a family, like what they actually do, like um, and it's only they can only accomplishment accomplish it because they're a family yeah and like Ezra, and like he even grows attached to Ezra right like Ezra and like, can only even... turn away from Maul because of his relationship with Kanan and like yeah. everybody else Ezra like... can only turn away from Palpatine because of his family the ghost family mm-hmm. like it's his attachment to them that makes him strong yeah and it's like she's Luke's got an attachment to Leia that makes him strong oh my gosh sorry like she literally has like her own attachment to Isra and like wants to care for Isra. And she like has very clearly seen like Isra has a lot, a lot of similarities with Anakin, but yeah. he goes off in a totally different direction because he's got that love and support. And she of all people should be able to recognize that. 
and not be like oh no can't have this baby have attachments whatever Ahsoka babies can be attached to things he's a fucking baby he loves his dad his dad's the only person that's been nice to him in 30 years and like holds him and gives cookies and like ah. <laughs> yeah like yeah he makes me do work sometimes that i really don't understand but like he's just Fine. you know we're just he somehow thinks weird. i'm capable of helping him fix Listen, spaceships but <laughs> my single dad also asked me to do a lot of things i did not understand how to do at the time because we really had no other choice that's how it is you make it work you make it when you're a single parent you make it work and like i know this sounds like a joke but i mean this wholeheartedly that like that that shit's hard (laughs) yeah no it's true um so like yeah din din is just you know a midwestern boomer father who doesn't know how to talk about his feelings <laughs> with his children <laughs> he's learning though and he's so get, he's and getting so he, is, he does look- divorced din is why, divorced why midwestern <laughs> why is that the qualifier here because my dad's Danny. from michigan okay. <laughs> all right fine yeah um <laughs> and uh you know it's it's hard to learn to talk about your feelings when you grow up in a culture where like men slash Mandalorians do not talk about those particular feelings and you are never prepared to do this on your own, if ever. And like, that's what Din has to face now. And like, the baby's like, I'm gonna help you, but I am just a baby. <laughs> and <laughs> slowly coming to the realization that y- that grogu i guess grogu it's not it's not Call just grogu it's not just grogu that sees him as a father din sees him as the son right yeah and you can see that when he's like freaking out about having to drop him off at school and fussing with his fussing with his little coat before he gives <sighs> oh, her to so gives him to his you're so stupid he's so he's stupid just, he's he like mindlessly fussing with his coat he couldn't leave him in episode two what makes you think you could do it now (laughs) (laughs) he like killed a bunch of stormtroopers because he barely knew that baby (laughs) and you think now now it's gonna turn out okay (laughs) you're so stupid (laughs) i think honestly maybe like there there is i guess something to be said like he wants what's best for the baby i think and there is that whole thing like he did choke out kara because he you know thought he misread his dad's feelings so maybe there's that in the back of his there's never like a conversation of like i need you to help him control it he hurt a f- mine when he understood his I don't situation think he that much about it yeah he probably does i know I, i'm just saying I like truly that, that's think that Jin actual- forgot about that ever happened <laughs> i'm just saying like that's an actual reason for him to want to leave this baby behind right. besides like it's my creed like give but, it like, an emotional he reason. doesn't he does not think about that whatsoever (laughs) um he has been quested right he has been quested which is why he's doing this um and like i think he's always put right the mandalorians and his convent i don't know um covert yeah above his any desires that he might have had and i think now that he's out on his own he's like figuring out what he wants as an individual because like 
obviously what he's been told is the right thing isn't 100 true um like after meeting bogotan and um right he's doing a lot of questioning right now and so he's just he's just having a really hard time but i think we talked about this during the first season is that like what's best for the baby isn't necessarily what someone else told you to do with the baby because like right now the expert on Grogu is is Din he knows better than anyone like what this baby wants and what this baby needs like when um new parents have to deal with everyone in their lives around them telling them how to actually parent I'm sure Heath doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Never experienced that in your life. Nope, right. Not once. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, I think he's probably, I, th- I hopefully, I, hopefully I think, mm, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely been a distinct lack of their relationship during the, like the first half of the season um and like so, it's there like, but it's not there in the same it's way. not the focus right yeah. it's really just like you get these little moments that like aren't unexpected at all they play out as exactly as you think they will um but like i want more of the story to like actually focus on din trying to figure out like what he's supposed to do like where his place is what how he feels about this child um and like actually have their relationship be the focus because like that hasn't been a focus since the last season um and like that's kind of been disappointing as much as i have liked um right some of the episodes that we've we've seen this season yeah i feel like they should have given me those episodes i feel like i could have written it really well just personally i feel like i could have done done it justice oh and as director justice writer yeah and, and this is like another thing is that like, I feel like if I never watch this episode, I'm not going to lose anything in the story. You're not, honestly, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to watch it again. Like, like I truly don't. This is, this is the definition of a filler episode is that nothing Which is crazy because it has Ahsoka in it. Right. Yeah. But like, it's wild. You can skip it and you have not missed anything central to the plot. That is what a filler episode is. That's like the last 60 episodes of Naruto when they've caught up with the manga and they just had to make space. <laughs> what a fun time that was. <laughs> what a what a great, terrible, useless time that was. I truly um, love fill, filler shit. <laughs> but like this is a, and like in an eight episode season, you can't have a honest to God filler episode, which this apparently like was. Like the one, this one thing. Again, I haven't seen it and it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's like one thing. The one thing is that she's like, you and baby are attached. Um, I can't train you because of that. Stay with your baby, blah, blah, blah. But like that said, that could have been transported to the next episode. Probably. Right, exactly. Is that <laughs> if Bo-Katan had just told them, where are they going? Trithon. No. Trithon. Trithon. I start going to Troyth, but that's Alphabet Squadron. Nope, that's Alphabet Squadron. Python, which is a planet from Knights of the Old Republic, and I appreciated like, that. Oh, if, that makes sense. Is Trithon where the like first Jedi Temple was? No, that was Korriban. Korriban's that. Uh, Tython is a planet from... Isn't that like six Korribans? I don't know. Um, but anyway, Korriban and Moribund. If Bo-Katan just told the Mando to go to Trioth, 
and then he went there and then was told that information by whatever's there that done oh, we done that's it does not it does not matter that ahsoka was there that ahsoka asked about thrawn like none of that shit would have mattered it could have all been wrapped up in like a minute in the next episode once oh i'm having sudden fear temple. because at the idea of her them going to tython and then jedi baby yoda going into the force to reach out to someone and then the jedi exile from night of republic 2 turns up <laughs> because oh, she's like oh, because she's like i also four and then it would have been the ghost of xr coon because <laughs> <laughs> she's like i, I also say, yeah when xr coon just shows up XR coon. XR coon. that would redeem this entire season for me honestly if, yeah if they like it's been it cameo be so city good. right and if it was like the ghost of xr coon cameo all right I who would we cast for up. this role though Oh man, I would. I don't know. I want to be surprised. Like, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? No, because it's got to be someone we disappointed in. Yeah, we can't I mean, make you such kind of character that we care about. That's true. Oh man. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> there are so many options. <laughs> but like, do like do Just something press. unexpected and stupid. Got <laughs> the Afro went to Tython. That's what? unimportant. Afro went to Tython. I <laughs> Star Wars is so small. I swear to God, if they're doing a thing for the old Republic and then they bring Raven in, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking scream. you mean Sis Man Raven? I am gonna lose my absolute I only, mind. I will only accept Darth Revan if Revan is a woman. Yeah, that well, is the only I, Revan I will accept. Welcome yeah, to no Star War. <laughs> um, yeah. I if they do that, please I please God no quit Revan. Star Wars. I saw an article the other day that made me so unreasonably <laughs> angry, which was, it was this article called Grey Jedi Don't Exist in Star Wars Yet. And I was just yet. like, <laughs> yet. Yeah, that yet is carrying a lot of weight, isn't it? It really is. Even, even Pablo thinks the idea of Grey Jedi are hilarious. I think. I could be making that up in my brain because I want that to be true. He does. Focus on a great Jedi. I've said my piece. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's not. She's a white Jedi. (laughs) I'm sorry. (sighs) And with that, this is Rogue Project. (laughs) (laughs) But I gotta do my bit. Well, are we? Is there anything else anyone would like to discuss from this episode? Um, I'm I just keep getting more I'm, angry as I keep talking, so I'm I need glad to stop. We didn't really talk about Thrawn because honestly, fuck that. I forgot shit. he was in this episode until oh, yeah. just we're not, now. Why we're not next? Well, I will give this episode one like thing. Like he said, we have nothing else to say. About this I will episode. say one thing positive out of all of this mess: the Magister is hot, and I like her outfit. Plus, Din's got a cool spear now. He's got a cool he's got spear. a dark saber proof spear. Also, there was I'm like sure a bit that's not come out though. Huh? Is he good with the spear? It's more like a defensible spear, I think. Is he good? It's his. It's his anti dark saber weapon. That's what it is. It's- I just. <laughs> I want to see him fight with it, um, because if he's not familiar with the spear, I kind of want to see him like throw it at him and then just use his flamethrower anyway, um, <laughs> because a lightsaber also can't a dark. A dark saber also can't deflect just a huge fireball. So, like, fire. what if what if that's how he defeats Moff Gideon? 
that would be so he just drops it would be thematically and perfect and he just throws it at him fireball <laughs> that's you know what good for mando i feel like that's validation for him to go with the flame it comes upgrade. full circle yeah it feels yeah, good really he's like you tried to burn us well guess what boom <laughs> and just fireball so good Oh, that's great. Anyway, um, that was an episode. That was that was chapter 13, the Jetty of the Mandalorian. Right. <laughs> well, you can find us on Twitter at Rogue Podron. <laughs> Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. Our website is roguepodron.com. We are Podrilorian, but truly we are Rogue Podron. So if you want to find Podrilorian, <laughs> just listen to that feed on any of your favorite podcast catchers. That's where we are. You probably already know that because you listen to this episode. Um, if you come to my house, I'll probably yell about Star Wars at you too. <laughs> Please don't go to Saf's house. Do not go to Saf's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Please don't come to any of If you want the house. address to my house, please show up Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com. Do not support our Patreon for that reason. <laughs> Only if you donate like two thousand dollars <laughs> the joke here is i don't remember my is that my, what we decided uh, staff safety and well-being is worth i mean they have to get to new zealand they have forever. to get to new zealand <laughs> that's true so two thousand plus airfare i yeah. mean they have to pay all of that the two thousand just right. goes to us yeah, yeah, yeah. It just goes to us yeah no yeah oh no actually no if you subscribe to our patreon i will give you an address <laughs> that i've probably lived at at some point it may not be the one that i live at now perfect and it's just a russian roulette of addresses great because i am the bullet <laughs> <laughs> the world is russian roulette and i am the bullet <laughs> live your life Fuck. live your life like the world is russian roulette and, and you're, you're the bullet that's how i intend to live my life Take big Russian roulette energy into your day tomorrow, everybody. <laughs> Saf, please finish this episode. My God. I'm done. Wait. That's it. Oh, no, leave us a review. Leave us a review, please. Five um, stars. Five stars. Thank you. You can you can insult us all you want in the paragraph itself as long as you give us five stars. Yeah, it's all good. So we will I will still read it. Saf will still read it out loud. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we are interested in where the Mandalorian is going to take us next. Well, now we're free of the fear of Ahsoka, at least. (laughs) Right. So, like, I will probably do show notes um, for the next episode. Yeah. But until then, may both suns shine upon your tail. Pash out. (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. It's so hard to say Grogu. I keep wanting to say Groku. Um I feel like it will be acceptable if every single person on Rogue Quadrant just ends up with their own name for him. Which is kind of what we were already doing. I mean uh, Kitten Lormat. Warlord Gabor, Prince Admiral Baby Bear. Yeah, like it's um, gonna happen. We're all gonna end up with our own name because it's Lady just what happened. Lady Gaga and Prince Admiral Baby Bear. <laughs> Lady 
spoken. <laughs>